the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. ATL and FTL, a match made in Buckhead. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Love it. Tuesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rackman. Happy Tuesday. Well, Kristen Weber is back in the studio by what? herself. Yeah. Remember, for, we're still talking about last Friday's show. That was, was a fun yeah. show. Yeah. It was really fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The energy is uh, definitely a little bit different without bone here, though. It's a little, little milder. It's not Friday, and there's no bone here. But but bone was uh, watching on on Facebook. It's Monday. So. No, wait. Today's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. anymore. No, it's, it's a very Tuesday Monday. It's Tuesday. Yeah. Is he still there? Is he still there on, uh, on, uh, on bone? If you're still there, let us know. You know? Yeah, you and can't if you tell who's watching. and if you have yeah. questions for Kristen that um, that you'd like to ask her, just put them up there, post them up there, or anybody. I'm sure Kirkendall's on there. Our, yes, uh, our yeah, favorite, on there. Our yeah. favorite stalker. Yeah, of course, is, is on there. <laughs> we love Andrew. Anyway, oh, welcome. Bone just texted. He said, "I'm watching." Oh, okay. good. No All pressure. Right. Yeah. Awesome. How are you? I'm good. I know it's been a long time sleepy, since we've seen good. you. Are you sleepy? But isn't everybody in America sleepy? Isn't everybody just like yes? Yes. We're what just is all it? tired. Are we just allergic to the country, or what is it? I mean, it's, I no. Uh, maybe we're trying maybe to do too winter. much stuff. Yeah, it's winter too, yeah, and yeah. it's cold outside. Oh yeah. I've been so sleepy. Was it last Friday that I fell asleep? And you took the picture? <laughs> yes, I did. I, I was working. Uh, actually, I was praying. I was praying <laughs> for that. There you go. There you go. You were praying, praying for, right? for the Radcliffe family. Oh, thank you. For their trip to Orlando. <laughs> no, I was sitting there, and all of a sudden, next thing, I mean, I'm, a, I'm dead, yeah. as, dead yeah. asleep. And I wake up, and then, okay, go back to work. And I check Facebook or something, and there's that picture. I'm like, that's hilarious. <laughs> yes. Well, I turned around to say something to him, and he was dead asleep. <laughs> well, I mean, was I snoring at all? Did no, I, you did I sound like hike hike when she <laughs> Wait, when she, she still, when she sleeps? Or <laughs> yeah, she's still in the meeting right she's now. She's still so. in the uh, <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, yeah, it, uh, just so tired. Next thing I know, I'm like, oh, I've slept for 30 minutes. Right, and you keep, I or at least uh, you think you're like, well, maybe I just need more sleep. But at some point, you're just like, well, I guess this is how I'm going to always feel now. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is my life. Yeah, now. I'm this, always this tired. is adulthood right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in some places, you can actually get fired. So, Dan, thank you for posting that that well, picture. Well, I'm, our I'm, big powers that be uh, have not said anything uh, The powers, yet. That, the powers be. that be. Yeah. Does that yeah. say anything about the importance of your job? If they're like, oh, okay, he can sleep through it. <laughs> That's just a normal day. We don't need him awake. Just here. Thank, yeah. thank you, Kristen Weber. You're welcome. Anyway. I'm here. Uh, My spiritual gift is encouragement, so you're welcome. Yeah. All right. So the other day when you were here, we had a great time. Yeah. And we loved having you both together. We love having you by yourself. Uh, well, thank you. You've got all kinds of stuff that we really want to talk about. We we were really fascinated by the whole diving thing. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I just come from a scuba dive at the aquarium, and you do this once. It a, sounds once so a, cheesy when you say it out loud. <laughs> no, it sounds cool. Yeah, it I'd does. love to do that. So you do it once a week, right? Is that the yeah, same usually, day that's every the week? Goal. No, it depends on my schedule. You can go in and schedule yourself. So I aim for Fridays if I'm in town. 
or uh, just a different. I'll pick up a shift if somebody drops it. And this can be is just a, a volunteer thing. They let anybody that, that yeah, knows how to they scuba, somehow I guess, convinced do? us that we're the ones benefiting <laughs> from their free labor. Um, so when they give you yeah. that brush and you're scrubbing the right, side, you're, you're it's like, like I get to do this. Like, I get to scrub algae up the rocks while all the like manta rays swoop down and uh, and eat try it. to eat. Yeah, yeah eat that. It's Lovely. kind of fun, though. Yeah. It's, uh, it's That's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. It is cool. Well, see, I thought you were paying for this. And no. I asked Dan earlier, I said, do you think it would be okay if I ask her how much does it cost to be able to do that once yeah. a week? But you're doing it basically just to do it free. Yeah, yeah. And, I do it free and I get the experience. And then uh, over time, they'll help you get further certifications and you uh, after you pay your dues can be involved in yeah. like research trips and stuff like that yeah. so oh, that's cool being a diver in a landlocked city it's uh it's a cool it's the only outlet. place you can dive yeah really. yeah <laughs> just dive in the fish tank yeah that's cool <laughs> now have you scuba dived before i mean this is first thing and you're just now learning or is this like the next step to something you've done before no so i uh am i don't want to I don't want to brag, but I'm an advanced open water. <laughs> I, just, I don't want to certified, brag. Certified to 100 feet in the open ocean. So I've uh, scuba dived mostly in the Caribbean and mm. then last year in Costa Rica, uh, pre-getting almost stabbed with a knife, I did some pretty, probably the most dangerous dives the only it was the only time i was under the water and i was like i might get swept away by a current and ah, end up oh, like really? in indonesia i don't know where these currents go because mm. i don't pay attention that's in the a classes real when fear teach you that, isn't but it yeah. yeah is is losing the group and i have really bad navigational skills on land and then when you put me <laughs> underwater where everything even looks more the same yeah i'm not gonna find my way back to the boat so, so under the water there's there's more current currents under the water that can really sweep you away easily or? yeah well they try to avoid them but they did not avoid them oh. very well on this trip i think there was some weather that they weren't anticipating and yeah, so I, I have video i can try to find it and uh send it to you where we're all swimming and then everybody just grabs rocks and our legs just like fly really? up yeah because wow. the current was so strong we'd love to see that yeah. yeah and then they said they they told us they said if you feel the waves do this you need to grab on quickly because otherwise the current's going to take you and deposit you to the top of this like um, inactive volcano and the boat can't get to you. And I was like, I think that's the start of the movie Moana, right? Like, <laughs> that's how it starts. It's like you just end up on this inert volcano and, and then become a Disney you become princess. a Disney princess or a villain. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Way, I yeah. didn't actually finish that movie. That's but. funny. Don't they have ways under there for you if you get lost i mean i mean this is the yeah, 20th century they have this thing called a compass yeah. which apparently like my great grandparents were huge fans of who knew uh yeah when they used back on the oregon trail to i don't know get past chimney rock but um yeah so we have a compass but that's it i don't pay attention to it mm. but you yeah. usually dive with people like a group oh is, yeah yeah you're yeah. not don't you go out in pairs or is this you can go out Dude, on your own if you want to? i mean if you have a death wish you can go out on your own yeah, it's I not wouldn't. recommended yeah, i yeah. wouldn't do it yeah uh there's a limit to the insanity that i'll put myself through um no you usually dive in groups of like six to ten and then um you have buddies yeah which sometimes you can stay with and then other times you you're just like i don't <laughs> think i'm supposed here. to be diving with somebody i don't know where they went yeah like now chasing a shark or something in the caribbean mm-hmm. what, what's the prettiest place that you've yeah, yeah. you've seen in scuba um so costa rica was amazing because the schools of fish were yeah. so massive so when you see the like the planet earth documentaries mm-hmm. and it's just like clouds of fish yeah 
that was what I saw there. So that was incredible. Um, I think I'm trying to think. Belize was pretty cool. The watercolor is yeah, really unique, beautiful. and the coral yeah. is really um, like you just geek out over coral, yeah. which is the nerdiest. Like my nerd levels skyrocketed. I love, I, I've never scubaed. I like to. Uh, uh, snorkel? snorkel, snorkel, thank yeah. you. Yeah, snorkel. okay. And and you can see some beautiful mm-hmm. stuff, but you don't get the up close like yeah, you do yeah. scuba. Yeah, right. There's a, less risk of having a finger bit off by <laughs> exactly. A yeah, and I don't know where's the fun if you're not worried about <laughs> bleeding out well. five miles from shore. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Kristen yeah. Weber here talking about uh, diving. I had Googled uh, uh, things underwater. Uh, to see what to ask came up you. on that Google <laughs> yeah. search. Well, it's interesting. Water, water's underwater. Well, I mean, things, <laughs> I mean, like ships, and there is a statue of Jesus. Off, there is off the Riviera. Yeah, yeah in a. Is it Mexico? Where did they? S- I know where that is. Um, no, it's in it's in Italy. It's right off the uh, in there, Italy. But there's another one in there's, off the coast of South America. Yeah, okay. where yes, they sunk underwater. Yeah, 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 I can't remember where it is though. Yeah. But they've around Venezuela yeah, they sunk a, or somewhere. Over there, yeah, yeah, actually, I think you're right. I think it might be Cuba. Yeah. Near yeah, close to there, one of those places. One of those places. I'm just going to pretend like I know what I'm talking about to save face. Well, so do you have a, like a bucket list where you know? I, I mean, for me, if I could scuba, I would love to go where the old ships sink and kind of you know go around and mm-hmm. see what's around. I'm sure all the gold's yeah, gone. Yeah, but... the I've done a couple of shipwrecks, um, and those are really cool. A little claustrophobic if you go into Inside, them. I don't like. I get claustrophobic. I mean, they I do get, sometimes. Yeah. I don't. Like it, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll follow just yeah. like my dad taught me. And so I, you're a good girl. <laughs> yeah. But it's, uh, I prefer to go around because then a lot of sea life kind of congregates around them and you can see. That's cool. Uh, now, do you have one other? When I was a kid, uh, I watched a show called Sea Hunt and Lloyd Bridges yeah. was, was in it. And it was just really cool. But he had this knife that he strapped to his ankle. <laughs> wow. And uh, there was always a villain or villains. <laughs> That he had to scare. I don't know that he ever used it on them, but he would pull it out, and yeah. that would you know scare the bejesus out of him. Now, was this before it. Lloyd Bridges became funny? Wasn't he? Was Lloyd Bridges the one that was really funny? Uh, no, wasn't, wasn't he an airplane or yes? Yeah, but he was really serious and okay. sea hunt. He was, but sea- after that, he became funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's hilarious. So, do you have any type of? Do you have like one of those knives that you strap to your ankle, or do you have a, like a? He had the you gun should, too. Yeah. You know the gun where you shoot the uh, yeah the harpoon harpoon thing. gun. Yeah. You have I need to like get that? yeah my my little Swiss Army knife. I need to get attacked. You're just, <laughs> just like please hold. You never know when there's out. a dark alley know. that you're going to go right. down. That's yeah. right. A dark reef. Kristen Weber in the house. We're going to take a hard break. We're going to talk to her about her fear of flying. What? Talk about our new book and the process and uh, also a gig with Bone Hampton coming up. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Stay tuned. ATL and FTL, a match made in Buckhead. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Love it. Tuesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Tuesday. Yeah, she's out of the water and in the studio. Kristen <laughs> Weber here. Uh, we're talking all things Kristen Weber. She's got a book she's working on. We'll talk about that and the entire process. And her gig with Bone Hampton, who was uh, with her on a Friday, or she with he, I guess, depends on the perspective. No, I like mm. the first way you phrased that better. You like that? Him with <laughs> he you? He opened for you, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he set me up for punchlines. Oh, how nice of him. He is uh, watching <laughs> no, Facebook, and when we were talking about diving, he thought you said 
Reef? Going down a dark reef. Reef. I think you said reef. 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 You know what? It's The words are so similar. And if there was a dark reef, I'd probably go down that too just to see what was going on and why it was underwater yeah yeah now do you wear like a headlamp or is there like a what do you have to see in front of you oh um waterproof iphone case so just use my flashlight oh for real no on your iphone (laughs) you had me Um, there no uh if it's daylight you don't really need a light uh but otherwise you just have a little pin light flashlight that you bring with you. Would you so. dive? Would you dive at night? I have dived, dove, divin, 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 divin. Dive, divin, dove at night one time, mm-hmm. and I probably wouldn't do it again. Mm-hmm. It was a little that would scary. Be scary yeah. It was I, just for forty-five minutes. I was just like, "Where am I?" It's too dark. <laughs> You're just Eesh. expecting to get yeah. like bit in half at any second. Yeah. When I was in California, I used to <laughs> surf with the guys, and I'd be out there. We'd be sitting waiting on the waves, and I was a new. I'd never surf before so they were teaching me and you're sitting there and you're like thinking what's under here mm-hmm. and then like a piece of kelp or something touch your foot and you're going, yeah. Yeah. or you see a fin and your yeah. and your you, adrenaline just yeah, yeah. skyrocket and it's a yeah. dolphin or you know it's a whatever but and they're all sharks if there's yeah. a fin it's a shark <laughs> and dolphins are rude too sometimes so yes. you gotta watch out for them yeah. mm-hmm. kristen weber nice, we'll pick up with her in uh, just a second all right dan uh thursday show we've got dr twooty she's coming to it yeah she is uh the uh, host of uh, the Christian View, we yep. were on, what was it, a couple of weeks, a couple of Fridays ago. Yeah, we're not sure. Still don't know yet uh, when that's going to air, but yeah. uh, we'll let you know. We'll when we find, find out. out. And she may be bringing uh, Trudy Davis with her. Not sure. Okay. She may be coming solo. We'll see. Twooty and Twooty. Uh, we'll have a great time uh, with her. And uh, also, um, Dr. Gary Lane will be coming on the Friday. Right. And yeah. so we'll uh, check in with him and see. What's up? All right. He'll try to help us as much as he can. Well, which is not going to work, but he's not a doctor anyway. Okay. So um, real quick, Bone says it's a typo. He was hacked. Um, but he also says he's going <laughs> to stop drinking gallon Red Bulls before he comes in. I said, no, we love energetic Bone. Yes. Keep drinking the oh, Red yeah, Bulls. Yeah, yeah. I need some of those Red Bulls. Do I don't you? know. You look like yeah. you're pretty amped up right now. I yeah. do have a lot of, like, if you were to do a blood test on me right now, the results would just come back coffee. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, awesome. How many cups of coffee do you drink, you think, a day? It depends. I uh, I aim for, I, usually at least two, I aim for under 12. Two under 12. <laughs> two, from 12. two to 12. It can vary anywhere in there, range. depending on... Uh, what I need to get done and how like manic I want to feel doing it. So. Now, now, before a show, do you just not touch it at all or do you say, hey, this really helps me, I'm going to do it? So whenever I try to cut myself off, well, I say noon. It's no more, no more coffee after noon. Uh-huh. But that's just kind of... That's a loose restriction. Like, it's always I'll, noon like, somewhere. <laughs> it is always noon somewhere. That's Just right. ask Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. So five. But every time, and sometimes I'll drink it at night, and I'll be like, well, the other like 450 times that I did this, it kept me up, but this will probably be different. Oh, this, this, <laughs> this is different. Gonna, it's, I feel like I could go to sleep this time. So Dan knows when I've overdosed on coffee right yeah. before the show, because on the show, it's like, hey, everybody, all right, everybody's right, moving you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just talk really, really fast, and like, you're just shaking and everything, and people are like, are you Okay. You're like, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then you just take those like little power naps. You're just like, uh-huh. Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> what were we talking about? Yes. Oh we were talking about uh, Phoenix Roasters that dropped off a box of coffee. And we appreciate that. Okay. We love you guys. All right. So um, you're not afraid of diving in the big, deep blue ocean where there's tons of sea monsters Correct. And stuff. It's not rational. But... However, you do have a fear of flying 
I am terrified of flying. And And uh, I was funny. I was trying to explain it to Bone Friday after because I will get on this like rubber dinghy captained by like this high school dropout who's clearly stoned and go 10 miles out into the middle of nowhere. We're almost there. No fear. Like sharks swimming past me. No fear whatsoever. But the second I get on an airplane, which is piloted by the most competent individuals who have, well, like... Well, you think they are. Well, yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Tom Hanks. Come on. Yeah, yeah know, he's... Right? Yeah, he's top of the line. <laughs> but you just hear about their experience, and they've, like, flown fighter jets in wars and stuff. Terrified the entire time. I'm yeah. like, we're going to fall out of the sky any mm-hmm. second. It's not rational. Like, fear is not always rational. Um, although somebody did tell me, because everybody's always trying to get, like, help me to get over the fear of flying. And the only thing that I found comforting was somebody told me once they're like, if it's really that dire of a situation, the cabin will probably depressurize and then everyone will just pass out. And I was like, oh, that's amazing news. Thank you. <laughs> that makes you. me feel yeah. so much better. Because it would achieve two of my life goals, which are dying in my sleep and skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, that's a win win. But you won't remember skydiving. But I won't remember it. But. Oh, but my then, goodness. Well, hopefully someone would get a, a video of it on their iPhone as she was coming down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm sure there somebody you go. will. And then, <laughs> See, there you are. And then my no. first viral, viral video, I won't even be able to appreciate it. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, but turbulence of any kind. I don't know. Are you guys okay on planes? Because some people, it doesn't bother them. They are just not afraid. If there's a lot of turbulence, then yeah, I'm yeah. I'm very uneasy about it. And and after I flew this weekend back from uh, Orlando, after that flight, I'm afraid now because the person that was next to me was was rather large. <laughs> okay. And I had half of a seat for the whole flight and uh, I have it was had that. really uncomfortable yeah. and it was not fun at all. You should <laughs> show that picture. You had that picture. Yeah. Do you still I'll, have I'll, it? Yeah, I'll show it to her. Yeah. yeah. It's a he was a rather big person. So. Yeah, see, I had that happen. I was a window and then the person sitting next to me was he's just like a human wall yeah and so even though i couldn't even see the flight attendant to get but i (laughs) felt oddly more kind of protected i was like i am cocooned in here (laughs) really well i was cushioned in (laughs) yeah exactly um but yeah it is uh the that and then if you get somebody who sits next to you uh with body odor uh-huh. is the other thing oh. yep. Yep. and you're just well it's i mean if you fly all the time yeah you're gonna have it, it. happens yeah yeah, yeah. so it's or like the person who talks nonstop and, and yeah. yeah which yeah. i've gotten pretty good at kind of getting my headphones on rather quickly to eliminate that but even then like you have the headphones on and if somebody wants to talk to you they yeah. will and then you're the rude one yeah for not taking off your headphones and i was gonna and do that this time human. but i have new headphones that are the wireless headphones mm-hmm. And apparently you can't use them when, you know, when you're in airplane mode because it, it turns the Bluetooth off. And so I didn't realize oh, no. I wouldn't be able oh, to use them and really? listen to them. So, oh, yeah, so unless you're plugged in, you can't use them. Huh. Oh, my Bluetooth must be advanced then because <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. I, I don't want to... I don't want to. That or you're not going into airplane mode. Or, well, you know. I don't always. Don't. Yeah. T- well, I, I talk- don't think it does anything. Uh, I sat by a Boeing test pilot one time and uh, I asked him, I was like, how important is it that I put my phone in airplane mode? Yeah. He goes, yeah. it's not. He goes, honestly, it's going to drain your phone's battery and that's the most dangerous that's thing. That's it. Yeah. That's it. He goes, it's not strong enough to do anything okay. to these. Well, then from cell now on, towers. I'm not doing that. So yet. whenever we get low enough, uh, I. 
turn it on, and then I text whoever's picking me up that we're going to land soon. Yeah. So. yeah. All right. That's yeah, it. I'm well, not doing that anymore. Well, that's one person, though. But if some, if how many people are on a plane? 100, 200, 300 people? Well, on that flight, I think they squeezed about 500 into it. Oh, so if they're all on there, I mean, that would take the plane down, see? Yeah. Would it, though? <laughs> Does right. Silicon Valley have that power? Yeah. I feel like, you so yeah, I feel like me know. playing Bubble Pop <laughs> connected to my uh, name, my data so I can watch the ads and get extra lives yeah. is not going to bring the plane down. Hey, if you, kn- if you know the truth about this cell phone thing on the plane, if you're a pilot, call, call us. My dad's a pilot. I could ask him. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. See, he would know. He would know. Okay. Is yeah. he is he currently flying? I mean, no, he is retired now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So no, he says it doesn't do anything it either. Doesn't. It started with Game Boy because it used to t- make you turn your Game Boys off. Like, what are those two little double A batteries going to do? <laughs> oh, like, if that's going to if that's going to thwart anything, then we need to like rethink the whole play. We should not be on this plane at all if that's all it's going to take is yeah. Mario like jumping onto a box. <laughs> so we, <laughs> I really don't think we're doing anything. That's funny. To the yeah. plane. Okay. Kristen Weber on the show. Let's do the sick break and uh, oh, is it that time again? Yeah, okay. yeah. It's pretty close. Let's uh, go ahead and. Take Take that, and afterward, we'll talk about this book. Oh, yeah. this book. <laughs> and if you need some acknowledgments or, you know, some kind of extra stories. Need someone uh, to dedicate it to. Yeah, there you go. I've got two people that yeah. you could uh, put that in there. That's right. All right, Kristen Weber in seconds. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rackliff. This is Faith Talk Live. When Marconi invented radio, he had no idea it would one day become Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Look out. Tuesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Reckless. Kristen Weber, comedian and author, is on the show and just all around great girl. And we, scuba diver. We, yeah, and scuba diver, uh, not plane participator. Not plane, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk more about uh, what's going on in her world. She's got a gig with uh, Bone Hampton coming up the 25th. Uh, that is at the new punchline. The new punchline, <laughs> not the old one. Which is off Delk Road. As far as, as, far as she knows. Yeah, as far as I know, I don't. That's all they know. I'll figure it out mm-hmm. Saturday afternoon. Well, you still have plenty of time. What's today? The 21st? I have no idea. Yeah, today's oh, the 21st. It's Tuesday, which I know is very far from Saturday. Yeah, so, so you got a plenty lot, of time. Yeah, I got a lot yeah. between but, now and then. But go see her and uh, Bone uh, this weekend is going to be... Uh, huge. I tell you what else is going to be huge, Dan. Yeah, uh, coming up May the twelfth. Are you saying I'm going to be huge? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because you've been working out I have been. more in the last what month than I've known you for the last so, fifteen for a years. Long time. Yeah, it's been yeah. a while. Yeah. Way to go. Thanks. You look great. Yeah. Um, but no, this is huge. Uh, coming up, Women in Ministry 2020. Pam Jenkins of JBOC Ministry will be the keynote speaker. It's the twelfth of May at the Cobb Energy Center, and Jody Messina will be doing. Uh, the worship. So, ladies, uh, get on board. It's always good to get on board early because this thing fills up fast. The ladies just love it every year. So, go to faithhawkatlanta.com and sign up your crew. Usually, we broadcast live there mm-hmm. and then they kick us out because we're not. Yeah, winning, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all right. So, Kristen, we want to talk about the book that you are in the process of writing. Uh, what is the book going to be about, first of all? That's and a really good question. <laughs> You're asking yourself that, that part question. Of, part of what we're figuring out right now. Okay. <laughs> My deadline is March 23rd, so I'll probably start the bulk of the writing. Like March 22nd? March, <laughs> maybe the 21st or 20th. Okay. I like to procrastinate. Yeah, that uh, Like, all of my drawers are so organized right now, and <laughs> um, my car's never been cleaner. Yeah. Uh, I put it off until basically the anxiety will crush the book out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and so, 
but it's going to be, uh, hopefully, I don't know if like Christian cynical motivation is a genre. <laughs> but, I think it should be. <laughs> uh, that's probably the closest to what it'll be, but it's uh, two millennials and then like the, the iGen, the one underneath millennials, yeah. and just how to, how do we adult for Jesus? Basically. Adulting for Jesus. Adulting for Jesus. Is yes. that the title of it? Adulting for Jesus. Working yeah. title. Okay. Yeah. I and like uh, that. but it might change depending on how many books come out in the next six months with the word with adulting in the title. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little late to the party with uh, writing things. That's the other thing with writing in this day and age is you think you've thought of something new and original and brilliant. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then as soon as you start to write it, like 50 things pop up on Facebook with that <laughs> exact same theme. And you're like, dang it. So you're like, not only did I not think of it, I'm the last one to have thought of it. Um, so, yeah. but it'll hopefully be a humorous. My goal is to... Um, because my audience does come more from comedy mm-hmm. is to have it be engaging and entertaining and humorous and use that to segue into a few deeper theological things that I think are at the heart of why millennials and I gens are often so miserable and they're mm. kind of like floundering about trying to find their life's purpose and what they're doing. And there's huge mental health issues, um, yeah. not just in like, mainstream culture if we can call it that but also the church as well it's yeah. a, and so why in this society where we are the most prosperous like the the poorest like even the poorest people in America they say have more comforts than a king would have a few hundred years ago wow. so why are we so miserable mm-hmm. and so anxious and depressed all the time and um so we look at that and we I start off by looking at uh like like heaven and our ultimate, uh, like that's our longing. So we're never going to fully get that longing. Like, because we think the next thing we're like, this is going to be our big Mm -hmm. thing. This is going to be our big Mm -hmm. thing. And then that big thing never gets here. So we feel like we're working up to one ultimate thing, but really that ultimate thing is, um, in, in heaven with God. So, excuse me. Forgot to do essential oils. So um, <laughs> next time we'll have uh, one of those uh, we did have a infusers of oils, for sure. Right? Yeah. Going, yeah, the diffuser yeah. going, and everything. Yeah, somebody told me about essential oils because um, again, I don't keep up with all that. It's and a they actually they did. It mm-hmm. is a religion. It's a cult, is what they it is. did. But my they did help a little bit. Yeah. yeah, they did help. My neighbor gave me a bunch, and it helped when I was congested. Um, yeah. And also, I can now move things with my mind. So <laughs> really, <that's fun>. um, <laughs> wow. But I moved. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, all that to say, I just lost my train of thought, but yeah, all that to say, that's kind of what the book is, is going to be about. Yeah. So I'm in the process of writing it slash like panicking yeah. about, cause then when you, cause I, you write a proposal, I'm a nobody. Mm. Uh, I mean, I know I seem like a huge deal when I come in here, <laughs> we think you're but, a big deal. Uh, but really I'm a nobody. So the fact that the book got picked up by a publisher is amazing and so the minute i signed because i was like please i was like god please let it get published it'd be so amazing and i'll never ask you for anything else ever <laughs> and then that's what you said last time and then i got yeah exactly exactly and i'll say it a hundred more times before i die but yeah. um <clears throat> and then the instant that i got the contract and signed it i was like i can't write this book i was like i don't know what i'm doing i'm a nobody i was like that's uh, the wrong person to do this so the panic sets in so yeah. it's this uh the swinging between like eagerness and then sheer dread of putting something out there for the world to see yeah now there is going to be that Kristen weber humor in there yes though, right? there will be and okay, again good. hopefully hopefully it'll read uh to the audience because it is a dry sarcastic humor which yeah. i am and that's the thing with it being a christian market book it'll be interesting to me to see how that's received yeah. Huh. Yeah. um through 
uh, I think most, my writing. Most so, of us normal people who enjoy dry humor, I think. It'll I be hope so. We're I hope normal. so. <laughs> well, we're in the normal. I use that term spectrum. loosely. Wow. <laughs> See, I enjoy it. See, yeah. I learn more. If you can make me laugh, yeah. I will remember what you have oh, told me. Too. me. So, because totally. yeah. I. Um, I I mean, everybody learns different, and that's why there's so many different authors, and there's room for so many people in the marketplace, because the type of writing that my mom reads and is impacted by is not the same type of writing that I read and am impacted by. Right. So it's just different. God created us all different, and he's just put people in different roles to kind of, I don't know, encourage and minister to people different ways. So yeah. hopefully... I think um, it will. Yeah. yeah if totally. not, the Amazon comments will be fun to read through, I'm sure. <laughs> now, so far, now, so far, you've put some stuff together. How mm-hmm. do you weave in and out? Because this is a ser- the, the punchline is, uh, is kind of a really serious thing, which is good, mm-hmm. right? Because you're talking about the emotional health of sure. our, our society. Right. How do you weave that comedy? Are you just going to be yourself? Or, or is that a little scary? It's like, okay, well, I've been too funny. I need to get serious. How do you, how do you, chop that up or, or mix it together so, uh, i use stories or just observations like my observations about uh either culture or the material so the way i look at it just with comedy with life everything is i try to like take seriously the things that need to be taken seriously mm-hmm. laugh about everything else mm-hmm. and so we take things far too seriously that really we shouldn't hold on so, to quite so tightly. Mm, right. um, but then those, there are those things that we don't need to be taking lightly that do need to be taken seriously. So I try to uh, use a story, um, a humorous story to kind of introduce whatever the topic is and then um, hopefully introduce some biblical basis for mm-hmm. it. And then, I don't know. Kind of like the stabbing story, the way she told us the stabbing story. Yeah. It was a serious story. (laughs) Because we mentioned that to somebody and they're like, oh my gosh, that's terrible that she got, she, she was uh, almost, yeah, almost shivved or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. But the uh, way you said it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And that's the thing is like, I made it out alive. Yeah. It was terrifying in the moment to be like, oh, I'm pretty sure that if he had caught up to me, he probably would have killed me. I believe that. But at the same time. He didn't. I outran him because right. I'm a champ. <laughs> so, <laughs> adrenaline does wonders to your natural athleticism or yeah. lack thereof. So <laughs> it's kind of taking things and being, and you have to make the choice. Like, what am I going to do with this? And then you guys, like, our, our, the last two years have just brought a lot of trials and hardships and tragedies. Yeah. And you can't minimize those. Right. Like, it, that is terrible. Like, Death is always terrible. Disease is always terrible. Mm-hmm. Where is the room for humor and light and laughter in the terrible? Yeah. And there is there is space for it. You just have to, um, I just use the word space, which is like um, one of the most contemporary, like, yeah, yep. um, what's the word, Psych- psycholo- psychological? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's because like the whole saving space, uh, like okay. basically give yeah. people grace. We're okay. just coming up with new phrases to say things we've already said. Of course, yeah. So you think, now the, let's go back just real quick and we'll get into uh, uh, the uh, uh, Vietnam and stuff, but the guy that you got away with that you thought would kill you, now you're telling the story from the, the perspective of I got away. Do you think he's at home telling friends that about the one that got, got away? He got beat by a severely <laughs> Caucasian. He got out, outsmarted. Who's afraid of flying? Who can't stand flying. Pretty sure I was wearing like chacos. How did he let that happen? Shame on him. But yeah, you got a great chaco better. tan line, don't yeah, you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Little dots. Yes. yes. Uh, Kristen Weber uh, in the studio. All right, so uh, we had a little time here. You went to Korea and Vietnam. Yes. Since we talked um, to you. 
some time ago? Yeah, I hadn't had a near-death experience in a while. <laughs> so I was like, uh, my it's sister time. and I were like, you know, you want to go literally to the other side of the world. And uh, we had a, a friend, a family friend who lives over there who she's in the Air Force. So uh, we met up with her uh, in Korea and then hopped over to Vietnam as one, hopped Nam, <laughs> as one does. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And the funny thing was, is my friend who booked all of our uh, stuff in Vietnam didn't know Vietnam was a third world country Mm -hmm. it's very much a developing nation and so she um we got there and she was like i didn't know that like you wouldn't be able to drink the water and all of that so the hotel she had booked had been based on a lot of the pictures and which they steal those off of other things so we got there and that's when the very first night we stayed at this place by the airport and i'm pretty sure that like very shady things were happening <laughs> there. But it only cost us a dollar each to stay there. So oh, see, it's good. Cool. Worth it's it. worth it. Yeah. Totally. All right. You got to come back. We got to hear more from you. We'll see where we are in the whole. Yeah, we got to finish that world. story. Yeah, find that out more. and the book. Uh, check them out. The new punchline of Bone Hampton and Kristen, and Kristen Weber. Hey, uh, have a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. See you.